Good afternoon, everyone. God bless you. This is Dr. Doris Williams on a Wednesday afternoon, July the 29th, 2020. And what is this topic going to be about? I was contemplating right before I decided to record. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, I've been thinking about relationship. I've been thinking about family. I've been thinking about uh, the stimulus, the coronavirus, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, relationship issues. Been thinking about what's wrong with the world. And I don't know. I think that this conversation is just going to be all over. Maybe touching on a quite a few things. Who knows? I just wanted to get on here and record. I have so much in my well that um, all I need is a topic uh, to discuss uh, something or things. Right now, I want to talk about, I think, lying men. Men who lie. It is getting on my nerves. It probably has been on my nerves for a long time now. But I think I want to discuss it because uh, day before yesterday, I popped out and went to the local convenience store, got a couple of things that I needed. And the uh, the guy who owns the place, I think he owns the place, you know, pretended like, oh, my friend, my friend, when I came in because I hadn't been to that convenience store in a while. I don't really like going there because there's so much lottering in front of the convenience store. It's such a turn off and you're always having to deal with men asking for something, somebody begging for something. And I just, I've always, as, as a young person, have despised that type of atmosphere. And so I don't really patronize uh, that convenience store that much. Um, I do particularly go up the street to another one. That's not far from the house. I patronize that one because people typically don't bother me going in there. There are some lottering around that convenience store, but not as much as this other convenience store that uh, gets on my nerves. So no, long story short, I went in there and uh, got me a couple of things. And the guy says to me, oh, my friend, my friend, I'm so glad to see you. I say, you're not my friend and I'm not your friend. Why you say that? Why you say that? I say, because friends care about each other. And I say, you don't care about this community. And uh, and I guess the, there was a new employer, employee there working for this owner of the convenience store. And uh, he was, you know, stacking the beer, I guess. And so anyway, the owner says to me, oh, I, 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 I've, um, I've been, I'm so glad, I'm so glad today. I said, what are, what are you glad about? He's like, I, I, I'm so glad I got your number. And then I said, oh, okay. Why are you glad that you got my number? He says, because I've, I've uh, you made my day today. I said, oh, I said, do you like me or something? And so basically he like, I'm shy, I'm shy. I said, I've been in this store within the last five years, and you've never said anything about liking me. Oh, I'm shy. I'm shy. And then the, and the other young boy says, um, he's not married. He doesn't have a wife. He used to be married. I said, oh, really? 
I said, okay. I said, um, so I'll tell you what, if you're really interested in me, my, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, go to my car and get my card. I go out and I get my card and, and I said, now, are you going to call today? I'm going to call. I'm going to call today. I said, now, if you don't call today, I ain't coming back into the store. And I guess I just said that because I hear so much phony baloney from men. And uh, my honest feeling is that he was full of it. And so um, I go back out to the car and I thought to tell him something else. And I go back in the store and I say, hey, you know, it really would be nice to have a reason to stay in the Fort Worth area. Right now, I do not have a reason to stay. I said, so if I had a reason to stay, then I might stay. I just wanted to let you know that, that I'm planning on leaving in a couple of months because I don't like this area. And uh, that's why I'm trying to get my house painted. Or rather, that's why I'm going to get my house painted and doing some other stuff in the house. So he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to call. I said, okay. The whole night passed. And that was yesterday, rather. I said day before yesterday. It was actually yesterday. The whole night passed. I looked at my phone. I kept checking. And truly enough, sorry about that if you heard the phone ringing. Truly enough, he never did call. So, I mean, it's like I get tired of men lying. Okay, one day I'm at the uh, uh, car wash, washing, my, getting ready to wash my car. And I know I look pretty decent when I go out. I'm, I think I'm pretty sexy for my age. And um, I'm at the car wash and I'm waiting to find a uh, stall that actually works because the one I'm in, you know, it's, it's not working too good. So this guy says to me, hey, I'll, I'll pay. I'm going to pay for your car wash for you. I said, really? I said, OK, cool. And he said, I'm going to get this guy to do it for, for me. I was like, okay, awesome. So I'm looking at him, pants bagging below his underwear, and which is something I cannot stand. Uh, but I didn't go up to him and talk to him. I don't know what he thought or I don't know what type of um, encounter he expected. I don't know if he expected me to come up to him and say something to him or what, but I stayed where I was when he said that and he didn't walk up to me so I'm not a pursuer so he got in his car and he left the guy comes over to me and I said so are you gonna wash the car and he says yeah that's gonna be uh six dollars I was like uh what I said the guy said he was gonna pay for it he's like well he didn't give me no money I said well then you ain't finna pay for you ain't finna wash my car then you know just the lies like that 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 continues it's such a frustrating thing for women to have to endure um last year i put a guy into a uh, friendship category and um he wanted to be my man but i knew that he wasn't going to measure up and i met him and another guy at the same time and and I, I, I didn't want to date them both at the same time. So I befriended them both. I told them both about each other. I kept it open. I kept it honest. I said, I'm, you know, I met this other guy first before I met you. I like you, but, you know, I don't want to, you know, play with your heart or your feelings. I just want to let you know that I am talking to someone else. Da, 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 you know. And so he played the friendship card really well. 
you know, um, I just couldn't see myself in a relationship with him because, you know, the eyes are the window to the soul. And uh, eyes tell you a whole lot. And women, if you don't look in them eyes and see some stuff or you ignore what you see, uh, you're going to be in for it. I can guarantee you that 100%. Eyes tell you so much about a person. Oh, my goodness. I have looked into the eyes of men and seen that they were sex addicts. I have looked into the eyes of men and seen that they were pedophiles. I have looked into the eyes of men and seen that they were domestic violent abusers. I have looked into the eyes of men and saw a jealous spirit. I've looked into the eyes of men and saw an angry soul. I've looked into the eyes of man and saw a lion demon. I've looked into the eyes of so of a men and found all kind of malicious, um, vicarious, deceitful spirits. So. Uh, this is what I have been running into when people want to know why I'm still single, why I'm alone. My last boyfriend, I let him in my life because he lied his way all the way through. I tell you, he just lied his way all the way through my world. And, and I let him because I wanted to have someone I could relate to. I wanted to be with someone that would hold me, that was strong and big and healthy. Uh, I don't like sickly men. And no, nothing against sickly people, but I uh, just, you know, sickly, weak looking people uh, are not strong to me. And I look for strength in a man. So I let my ex-boyfriend uh, come into my life sometime last year, met him uh, sometime before my birthday, uh, a couple of months, but probably before my birthday. And um, eventually he and I just got together and, um, you know, there were some red flags in the beginning and, and there's things that I usually don't deal with that I lowered my standards for. And, and basically the man hadn't too long gotten out of prison and, and, uh, but I mean, he'd been out about a year or two and I try not to hold people's past over their head as I don't want anyone holding my past over my head, uh, as some type of gauge or, uh, temperature, uh, check on me so I don't do that to other people and uh, so I let him in and and everything seemed to be copacetic and he just came right off the bat saying he loved me and you know but when it came down to money you know he would inch and pinch and he didn't really want to pay you know I guess wherever he was staying before he wasn't paying that much and I guess he thought he was going to come over to my place and live for free and and if I don't live for free no one else can live for free in my home uh, and if I have to pay for everything that goes on in the home, if someone comes in here, they finna split it with me or pay more than what I do. They should be coming in, taking some of this burden off of me instead of coming in and adding to it. And so, um, you know, I, I pr pretty much put my foot down with him and made sure that, um, you know, he paid his way. But I tell you, one day uh, the breaking point was, uh, well, there was a couple times we broke up. The first time we broke up, I looked into one of his drawers. He was at work one day and uh, saw how much he got on his payroll check. And he had told me that he didn't get that much. And, and uh, he only gave me like uh, $20 or something that week. And, and I went along and I just, you know, like, okay, whatever. I, you know, he's like, I didn't get that many hours. Da, 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 da. 
you know, I was like, okay, no problem. Just, you know, make sure next week we, you know, try to get this worked out. Cause I know you, you're working and you done did 40 hours this week, you know, whatever. So he, you know, found ways to lie about different situations. But then, uh, like I said, that day I found his payroll check in his drawer and saw that that check that he had told me he didn't get that much on was, oh, he had overtime on. Matter of fact, he got more than what he was supposed to get because he had worked overtime and I, I didn't get it. And so I pretty much packed all of his stuff that day and took it to him and, and to his job and, and that was it. It left him. So um, I guess about, um, I don't know, a couple of weeks later or so, he came begging back and uh, we gets back together. Um, and then this last time, Oh my God, we done broke up three times. I, I didn't, re- didn't f- realize how many times we done broke up and got back together. So anyway, we breaks up and we gets back together. Um, and then uh, this last time we break up, uh, it was over. He went to, okay, no, the second time, not the last time, This because this last time, was regarding uh, his uh, unemployment check. But the time before that, it was behind uh, him not coming home from work, which happened in sometime in April. Uh, He went to work on a Tuesday, and basically he had already got his income tax check, over $3,000, didn't let me know that he got his check, and he went off and, you know, I don't know what he did with it. Uh, I, I really don't know what he did with his money, but uh, he didn't go to he didn't go back to work, and uh, come to find out, a week or so later, he, he was arrested and he was in jail for a few months. So then, uh, this last time we separate, he pops back up at my door saying that he'd been in jail. I said, "Okay, I bought the story." Fish line and hooker. Then, um, come find out, I decided to investigate because you know I've done a lot of skip tracing in my days. And um, decided to verify that he had been in jail all this time because I really wanted to know where he had, had he been. I hadn't heard from this man. And I mean, all of a sudden he goes to work and then I don't see him for two, three months, four months almost. I even go up to the job a uh, day after he didn't show up uh, home and finds out that uh, the, the lady who was running the, the whole dang building she and I walks the building where he to his work area only to her amazement that he's not there. She didn't even know he wasn't at work. So um, anyway, uh, long story short, he pops back up and tells me he'd been in jail. So I calls the Dallas County Police Department, finds out that, uh, yeah, they did arrest him, but they arrested him a week later after he said he had been arrested. I said, oh, what? Okay, so he's, I said, so where were you before the week that you got arrested? Oh, 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 I, I, I didn't tell you uh, my, my brother got uh, tickets in Sherman. What? Yeah, in Sherman. I said, okay. So I, I, you know, first I went for I went for the store for probably about a week or two, and then it just kept bothering me, kept coming up as a regurgitation of some irritation going on in my spirit, right? So. 
by this time we done got his unemployment started and we're expecting maybe a big lump sum for some back time but of course they didn't end up doing that good thing they didn't because it had been all hell broke loose over that uh, $13,000 that he would have got um but I'd have took most of it anyway just to be honest with you so um yeah so anyway basically we get his unemployment started and we finally get around to getting his first check and um he flips out because he don't want to give me none of the, the unemployment check oh and the fact that the spirit had told me to switch the accounts when i was doing the unemployment form so he wouldn't trick me out of the money which is what he planned on doing he had planned on getting the money and leaving that same day like he did with his unemployment like he did with his uh, uh income tax check I don't know if he went out and gave it to family members. I don't know what he did with his money, but whatever he did, he didn't bring it here. And he was supposed to be giving me some of it, but he didn't want to do that. So he thought he was going to continue living free. So this last time he got uh, the unemployment check, it went to my bank. He got $1,800. I gave him 800 I kept 1000 And we pissed him off. I didn't care. I didn't care one bit. I sure didn't. I didn't care one bit because I had taken care of him for two, three weeks and he had no money in his pocket. I went out and bought him clothes, shoes, deodorant, drawers, you name it, everything that he needed to be situated and live comfortably. He didn't have to worry about food. He didn't have to worry about electricity. He didn't have to worry about gas. He didn't have to worry about nothing. I ran him here and there. I took care of him. So, yeah, you doggone right, I took $1,000 out of his check. He got mad and decided he wanted to leave. Baby, please, I hurry up and helped him and put put him on out. And that was the end of that. And then here I, uh, I, I actually took care of some business to let people know the truth. He wasn't deserving of that unemployment because he walked off the job. You don't get unemployment when you walk off your job, when you quit. And the problem is that it had never been verified. And so, long story short, I get a call from him just the other day on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday, so he calls me on Tuesday. Oh, oh, you did your thing. I was like, he sent me a message talking about you did your thing. I don't know what you're talking about. I did. I knew what he was talking about, but I didn't want him to know I knew. So I called him and said, what you talking about? I wanted to hear from him. But I have the spirit of intuition. I know all things in the spirit realm. And I'm so grateful for the spirit that sent me that shows me these things that are nothing hidden from me. So when people lie to me, I hear it. When people uh, try to deceive me, I know that's what they're doing. They don't know that I know that that's what they're doing. But I'm such a quiet person. Uh, humble in nature, mild in spirit. I'm not aggressive. I do have a passive aggressive nature, but I'm very, very a uh, passive for the most part. I'm only aggressive when I have to be. And, um, and so anyway, come to find out this man just unlied. He called me yesterday talking about I did my thing. And so I calls him back and he going to try to be all real nice and slithery, uh, in his voice. Yeah. You guys got to be careful for, for guys who uh, act real nice to you but their intention you know their intentions because their action has proven their intention and and they and snakes do not change stripes spots whatever uh uh they have on their back 
they do not change. They may not. They may shed uh, a layer of skin, but guess what? It's gonna come back pretty much the same like it was before it was shedded. So uh, I've decided not to take past relationships and stop dealing with men who lie to me, like this store owner lied to me. Uh, every time you turn around, men lie. The old boy I was telling you that I put into the friendship status, you know, he lied to me. Oh, uh, I found out that his wanker didn't work too good. You know, it didn't have no velocity. So, uh, you know, his ju he needed some more juju in his you know, juju juice or something, because he surely thing, you know, just didn't work. And and I've been running into that a lot, too. Uh, uh, men having issues uh, and then they want to blame it on you. Uh, make it like your fault or, or oh, this, that. And I ain't been with a woman and oh, my God. Oh, and then I, I tell you, you girls, be careful out there. There's so many lied Wide-eyed lying men. Wide-eyed lying men. Say that a few times. Wide-eyed lying men. Wide-eyed lying men. Wide-eyed lying men. They see a beautiful woman. They get wide-eyed. And the first thing out their mouth is a lie. Just know that 98% of the men in the world are liars. And they, they follow the father of lies. Okay, 98% of the men you meet are liars and they can't help themselves because who they follow after, who they pursue, who they mimic, who they portray, who they look up to is definitely not the God of heaven, not the father of truth. Okay, so if you got a man that ain't got no conversation about our heavenly family, or at least trying to pursue a, a relationship with our heavenly family, but see you as a pursuit, or see you as something that they can dominate, or see you as something of no value, but they need you only so they can stick their wiener between your legs. That's all they look at us as. Another notch in their belt. When you get a man who is faithful that don't practice lying, then you might have someone who possibly is worth your time. All right, girls and guys, thank you so much for this opportunity. I didn't realize I was going to be on here so long. I didn't know exactly what I was going to talk about. But uh, there's so much I can say on these men that lie. And, and I just pray that you men would get your stuff together and stop lying because everything y'all say is being documented and recorded everything y'all do in desperation to deceive and trick and manipulate women uh and belittle them uh and in any kind of way that you can or degrade them in any kind of way um you know remember that our heavenly mother our heavenly father and the lamb of god sees these things and the angels are taking note on a daily basis so uh whatever you do to someone will be eventually at some point done to you. That is the way things are. And that is my message. Whatever you do to someone else, it shall come back to you. All right. Have a good day. God bless. Godspeed. Love your mother. Love your father. Love your lamb of God. Love your family.